Welcome to Standard Chartered India Money Insights, a podcast series that brings you topical insights and local perspectives on India's markets from the experts. Hello everyone. My name is Ravi Singh. Welcome to another edition of our weekly podcast. Global equities trended positive for the second consecutive week. Major US equity indices rallied with the S&P 500 touching a new all-time peak, closing above the 5,000 level, while Nasdaq Composite closed at its second-highest level, driven by resilient economic strength and upbeat corporate earnings performance. Asian equities continued to recover, led by China A-shares, which rallied over 6%, while China Offshore and Hong Kong equities delivered about 2-3% over the week amid attempts by policymakers in China and Korea to boost equity market valuations and revive investor confidence. This weekly performance came despite this week's data showing that China's services PMI fell while consumer prices slumped the most year-on-year since 2009. Back home, Indian equities consolidated over the past week. The Nifty index traded sideways earlier in the week but came under pressure after the RBI maintained a status quo on policy rates and pushed back on early rate cut expectations while foreign investors continued to pull out from domestic equities. Broader markets performance remained mixed, with the Nifty Midcap Index up 0.8%, while Nifty Small Cap Index was down 0.1% for the week. Among sectors, pharma and energy led the winners with gains of over 2.5%, while FMCG and capital goods led the losers with cuts of over 1.1%. The Indian fixed income market came under pressure over the past week, Indian government bond yields rising across the curve, driven by rising US bond yields and the RBI maintaining a status quo on policy rates while pushing back against early rate cut expectations. The 10-year Indian government bond yields rose 4 basis points to around 7.11%, while the 3-year and 5-year Indian government bond yields rose by 5 basis points each. The INR fell 0.1% over the past week to close at around 83 per dollar, with rising US bond yields higher crude oil prices, strengthening US dollar and continued foreign investor outflows. Brent crude oil prices rose around 6% to close at around $82.2 per barrel amid rising tensions in the Middle East. Hopes for a ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas conflict appeared to fade while there were reports of a US drone strike killing a senior Iran official in Baghdad. Among other major macro updates for the week, first was on India's services PMI which rose to 61.8 in January of 2024, beating forecasts of 60 and higher than the previous month's reading of 59. This was the fastest growth in the services sector recorded in the past six months, driven by growth in new orders that expanded the fastest in six months, while export sales rose the most in over three months. On the price front, input cost inflation accelerated to a five-month high due to a higher food, freight and salary costs, while output cost inflation eased to its lowest in 11 months. Finally, business sentiment improved to a four-month high amid expectations of investment and productivity gains to induce output growth. The RBI Monetary Policy Committee met on the 6th to 8th of February. Key highlights of the RBI MPC meeting announcements include the MPC voted with a 5 to 1 majority to keep the policy repo rate unchanged at 6.5% and retain the policy stance of withdrawal of accommodation. One external MPC member voted for a change in stance to neutral and a 25 basis points policy rate cut. On growth in inflation, the RBI remained upbeat 
with real GDP growth forecast for fiscal year 2025 at 7% year-on-year. This is in contrast to the Bloomberg's consensus expectations of 6.3%. On inflation, the forecast is pegged at 4.5% year-on-year for fiscal year 2025 compared to a Bloomberg consensus of 4.6%. In a hawkish push, Governor Das continued to reiterate the commitment to the 4% inflation target and repeated that monetary policy must continue to be actively disinflationary. On banking system liquidity and financial stability, Governor Das said that the liquidity conditions are being driven by exogenous factors and are likely to correct going forward as RBI remains committed with a flexible two-way market operation to ensure absorption and infusion of liquidity as and when required. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered India Money Insights. Stay tuned for the latest updates and market trends by subscribing to our podcast. For more information, reach out to your Standard Chartered Relationship Manager or visit www.se.com.